Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into a special episode of the Face Turn Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. Um, we've obviously been doing a lot of episodes here, and we felt like we needed to do another one tonight. I'm joined tonight by the Pun Master, Mike Rifkin, and Jeff Knapp. Guys, well, Triple H era was fun while it lasted because we got the news last night that report Vince McMahon was firmly back in control of creative during WWE Raw, making several changes to the show and basically going completely against what he had said earlier in the day that he would, quote, no longer be in the weeds, but he would just be at the at a higher level. So at best, basically that means over Triple H's head. Uh, according to PW Insider, uh, McMahon was personally personally and heavily involved in Monday Night Show last night and ordered a number of late rewrites for the show about 15 to 20 minutes before Raw went live. This is from Wrestling Incorporated, by the way. Furthermore, the changes were described as not feeling that talents and staff had come to expect under the regime of Triple H. The report added that changes to Raw script were made even after the show went on the air, and they did come directly from Vince, who had his own office, just as he did before his retirement last July. It was further noted that although last night's show began with Triple H on the headset, McMahon became more and more involved as the point person running the show as the night progressed. For most of the night, McMahon was in guerrilla position, directly overseeing the proceedings. Um, among talents PW Insider spoke with, there was a negative shift in morale, a, quote, a massive negative shift in morale, as they realized that operations had reverted to exactly where they were before Triple H took over as W's creative team. One source said the place felt nuked. And the feeling was that McMahon would likely be overseeing everything again going forward, leaving the creative to his whims and sensibilities. Um, now, just to quickly detail some of the changes that Vince made last night. There were supposed to be two triple threat matches pitting Liv Morgan, Dakota Kai, and Piper Niven in one. Candice LeRae, Raquel Rodriguez, and EO Sky in another one with the winners advancing to face each other for a shot at Bianca Belair's championship. That's reportedly what Triple H wanted to put on. But Vince said, no, I want Morgan and Rodriguez versus Sky and Kai to get the new number one contenders for the Women's Tag Team Championships. There was also um, supposedly a scrapped uh, Vince put in a bout between Omas and Elias. He scrapped the tag team title match between Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and the Street Profits. That just turned into a normal match. Um, but then I guess the main event stuff was still the same. But according to PWI, like Raw was written on the fly with McMahon becoming more and more involved with the person. So, Mike, Vince is back. Should have seen it coming. You know how you could see it coming? Rewind to 48 hours ago. That's how you knew. When yeah. Cody lost. Yeah. I, gut I, feeling now, it's you know who's back. And 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 a, some of these reports might just – I don't mean to cut you off, but some of these reports have good. said – some of these reports have said that McMahon wasn't involved in WrestleMania 39 in a big capacity. And I'm like, no, there's no way he made the call to keep the belt on Roman. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. He yeah. made the call to keep the belt on Roman. L listen, here's the other thing. If you're Endeavor, right? That's the name of the company? Endeavor. Endeavor. I understand why you would want Vince to stay around because it is his creation. It is his thing. But with all of these lawsuits pending and 
the crap that he's put the WWE fans through for the past number of years, for the love of God, just buy him out. Someone just buy him out. Tell him to go away. He can even play Shane's theme music for as long as he wants to because he'll still be raking in the cash. I do not care. He still dyes his hair and has a terrible mustache, which makes him look like a Law & Order perp. Oh, God, that mustache and hair dye is but it, it's oh, just horrible. I, I'm, 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 at, I'm sorry. You had me for a while with trips. This is pulling me out. I, I'll... No, I told you last night I was intrigued by Cody Brock by saying, let's see where it goes. Not anymore. I don't care. Because you know what? You know what's gonna happen, Mike? Brock's gonna be Cody. Yeah, and we're and we're gonna get Brock Roman for the nine thousandth time. Oh my god, Roman's we are gonna get Brock over. Roman again. Roman's gonna hold the title till WrestleMania. 40 when Hulk Hogan wins the Rumble and we're going to get Roman and Hogan at 40 and what you going to do brother when Vince Mania runs wild on you at, at this point Mike I think he's breaking Bruno's record it wouldn't surprise me would not surprise mm. me if he breaks Bruno's record he's going to go for it Vince is going to have him go for it Um, just one other quick quote here that I, I wanted to say um, regarding Triple H, Dave Meltzer said on his show that, quote, Triple H will be head of creative and will be doing the busy work and all that stuff. But Vince is going to have the final say in everything. So basically, Triple H. So, Jeff, poor Triple H has just been relegated to back to what he was before. Yep. Uh, like, like the level of disappointment as a hardcore fan. Now, I know somebody wrote online earlier today. And it made me step back and go, okay, I didn't think of it from this angle. We're not, uh, their core audience are, you know, younger, a younger kid, a PG uh, style of audience. So somebody said, you know, 10 and 12 year old kids aren't looking at it through the same eyes that we are, that, you know, in a way, unfortunately, we got wise to the business, as they say. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I'm just like I, I was really disappointed with the main event of WrestleMania as far as Cody not winning, but then somebody else brought up uh, an interesting little little thing to think about. I guess is that beside not counting his uh, his setback with his pectoral muscle, Cody hasn't had his hard times moment yet. He's come mm -hmm. back. He's won all his matches. He hasn't really suffered and grinded and like Dusty said, been put on hard time. So I'm only when I when I heard that I was like, okay, I'm holding out for the fact that they're going to put him through some quote unquote hard times, mm -hmm. and maybe Brock is his first test through these hard times, where he, you know he goes through Brock and he goes through you know one or two other competitors first, leading up to hopefully then something at uh, SummerSlam, the next big pay per view, the next big name pay per view where then maybe he does win the title, because there was those reports that Roman was looking to take some time off. Mm -hmm. um, maybe he just wasn't ready. And the fact that they just now did the sell, maybe Endeavor said, no, we we want the biggest name in the industry to come out with the title. I mean... I 
I th- I think that is a possibility. I know a lot of reports have said that the sale had absolutely nothing to do with Roman retaining. Mm. Um, yeah, PW but... Insider said this. Um, Wrestling Observer said this that it had nothing to do with the sale. I mean, I was ready. I was defending. I mean, Mike can attest to this. I was defending the the Cody Roman thing last night because I said, okay, this whole Brock thing is kind of interesting because a super heel Brock versus Cody, I'm into under Triple H. Not under Vince. Yeah. Under Vince, I'm out of this. Um, And, I mean, Cody will be fine because I think we all forget Vince was the one that brought him back. And he got the massive push under Vince. So Cody will be fine. It's just there are so many other people I'm so worried about because when's Cross gone? When's Gargano gone? When's Larray gone? When's uh, Bray gone again? When is Ciampa gone? When is um, Bronson Reed? When's Bronson Reed gone? When are they all gone? Because I, I guarantee you right now, they will all be gone within a couple months. 100%. Gargano's just going to, I think Gargano's just going to walk out because this, they, he never believed in Gargano before. That's why he never graduated from NXT. Um, and you know what sucks about this so much, Mike, is that if watching his product only affected Vince, I would 100% turn WWE off right now. I would unsubscribe from Peacock, stop watching Raw, stop watching SmackDown, all that stuff. But I think what sucks so much and what always has sucked under this whole Vince regime is that if you don't watch, he's not affected, but all of the people below him are. Yeah. All the wrestlers are affected. All the crew and staff are affected. All... You know, the 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 agents and all those all those people are the ones affected by us not watching. So it's like, oh god, now I just gotta keep drudging myself through this crap. You know what the most symbolic thing of last night was? Was it Brock flipping? It was Brock flipping everyone off because it symbolized flipping off the Triple H promo in the beginning of the whole show. It did. That that was the most symbolic thing of the entire night was Brock flipping everyone off. So if this argument's sake, I'm just going to talk out of the other side of my mouth for a second. If this wasn't about Vince's ego and he would take, he would be willing to take a step back. Everyone would be like, okay, stick around as a consultant or whatever the hell you're going to do. No one's going to give a, give a crap. But now that you're taking out creative, by the way, before you left, you weren't that creative anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same song and dance for a long time now. We've spoken about knowing text and conversation all the time. It's like, okay, if he's willing to take a step back and we want to see this or this, here are the minor tweaks. It just doesn't matter. It does not matter because he will not stop. And I hate saying this part. He ain't stopping until he's dead. Yeah. Or until he is told by, I guess it would be Endeavor. Or until he's like so old and crepit that he just can't keep up. I don't know. He he might. He might just say, screw that. He's in such good shape that it's gonna. Yeah, that was well. That was a comment I saw under a a a YouTube video of last night's RAW, and someone went, "Oh God, I I hope Vince just 
takes a step back in, in a few years and someone went, the dude could live for another 10, 12 years. You know, like it, it's not like he's like 80, 85 where he's going to be probably dying, you know, in a few years, he could live for another decade. So we can have another decade of WWE like this. It's like, Oh, for God's sake. Here's the ultimate question. I'll ask you money in the banks in England. Who's going to be the guy at the top of the ladder near the briefcase when we hear either Brock's music hit or Austin Theory's randomly in the match again? I think it's Logan Paul. Which I'm for. I think that'd be funny. If Logan Paul has the briefcase, he's like on his show and he's like, like, oh, I could cash in any time. And like, it would honestly be back to like, we don't know when he's going to show up. But that's a whole other conversation for another time. But Jeff, I, I just want to say that you, wanted to ask you, and like this, this was really what hurt for me is that there were reportedly rewrites happening as Triple H was out doing his in, in, intro show promo. Yeah. So Vince literally sent him out there to be like, "Hey, tell everyone everything's gonna be fine," and went behind his back to rewrite the show. It was probably like a stall tactic at that rate. That's I mean, so low. That's just you so figure, scummy. I guess the almost match was never even scheduled. That was nope. like the last second. Deal. Last Omos second edition. Apparently was in catering when yeah. he found um, this out. There was yeah. supposed to be a segment with Bobby L- or yeah, Bobby Lashley and uh uh who was it? Um LA Knight. That, that was gonna be at Mania. Oh yeah. And then they scrapped that. It, it's so funny because people keep saying that like Triple H was the one to pull the trigger on Rhodes losing. It's like, no, you cannot tell me it wasn't Vince because Vince rebooked that show halfway through WrestleMania. You cannot tell me that it was Triple H. It wasn't. Triple H would have Cody go over. You cannot tell me otherwise. It, and you uh, and all the reports of how you know the morale just was below. It just felt. Like looking back at it now from reading the reports, how bad the morale was backstage, and you know, the reports of people possibly, I mean, so you take everything with a grain of salt, but you know, certain wrestlers plotting what they're going to do next when they're, you know, whether they're going to be cut or whether their contract is up within, say, a year, you know, what are they going to do? You could feel there was something. I mean, I, I was on at right around 9 30, I turned it off. And I stopped watching. I put something else on. I came back to it at like just after 11, like 10 after 11. And I just more or less fast forward through, you know, the commercials and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, I just, I was like, it was not like the, what you would expect for a raw after WrestleMania. They kept hyping mm-hmm. it up and, you know, I can get over certain, you know, the crowd, you know, the crowd was there, but I remember some of the old, older crowds were like, you could tell they were the Europeans that were there. The chance, this, that, yeah. and everything. I, there was no, nobody getting, usually that's the time when at least one person comes up from NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of waiting for, uh, for Braun Breaker, but God knows what's going to happen with and, him and now. Um. Or I'm sure he's going to – I don't know if he's on tonight, but I'll watch that later. But maybe eventually mm. he'll just uh, do something with Carmelo Hayes. There was 
it was kind of a, it was just so let down. I asked somebody the other, uh, earlier today, I said, he's either, he either doesn't care about the, the, the diehard fans and just wants to throw something that's sort of entertaining at the general public, or he's just out of touch or a horrible combination of both. <laughs> yeah. Horrible comedy. He's just a horrible combination of both. He uh, out of touch and he doesn't care. He just don't care about any of us. I'm waiting for Matt Riddle to be Riddle again. Uh, everybody's going to go on oh, a yeah. first name basis. Uh, Everyone's going to lose. Theory's going to. Allison Theory's going to go back to Theory. No, they're oh, going to change Theory to Stone Cold Steve Austin Theory. <laughs> oh my God, that's where but we're like, going. Yeah, I just and and Mike, you know what's crazy now? The more I look at it, WrestleMania 39 truly was. A two night show. Night one was Triple H, and night two was Vince. And you could tell by one the booking, but two, and th- this is just where where I come from. And to to Jeff's point, I think it's a combination of both as well. He's out, out of touch, but he we've been saying he's been out of touch for a couple of years now. We've been saying he's out of touch since 2012. Uh, I mean, that's fair, but. At some point, and we we also know the fact of his kids walked out on him. Stephanie walked out on him. Until Sunday, no one knew where Shane was. Nope. Now we just know he's lying in a hospital bed with a torn quad because Miz savagely beat him up. <laughs> yeah. So, by the way, that's just karma for not having guys like Lashley on the show. Yeah. Um, but but the other thing is this, you know, you brought up guys like Gargano and, and Champa and where they go. Where does a guy like Seth Rollins go from here? Because we talk because you know, we were talking before we hit record, he was gonna cut a promo and winds up being interrupted by a producer during a commercial right. break. I I think I think in terms of the top guys like Seth, Cody, um, Roman, obviously, I think those guys will be fine because Seth was pushed big under Vince. It wasn't like Seth was like disregarded. I'm not saying you're going to disregard him. But what I mean is th- this kind of comes full circle because you don't have your champion there week in, week out. Mm-hmm. And think of it like this. Seth's fought Brock multiple times. We had the Cody thing last year. Yeah. We've seen him fight there. We've seen him fight Bobby Lashley. We've seen him fight Miz. We've seen him fight Riddle. What is left there for on the plate of Seth Rollins to do on Monday Night Raw? Yeah. Uh, unless there is going to be a call-up, which we did not see last night, which is why the Raw after Mania got viewership. But it's a big letdown because they just played off the tactic of Raw after Mania. They cruised yeah. on there. They coasted on the on the. They coasted on, on the name. On the name. On on the yep. the show name. Yeah, and it's just it. It was one thing if it just went back to Vince Raw, but just Jeff, the amount of just like unpreparedness and just like no, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. Screw you. Screw you. It's like. Vince, like Vince came in with a fury. 
Yeah, it would, him and his 1980s porn director mustache. Oh my god, that thing's Ugh. abomination. And his it's Rudy so Giuliani funny though. Hair dye. It, uh, like we always fantasize about him just giving up the company. Like I, oh, since the 90s. I don't mm-hmm. think I've had a bigger fantasy than Vince giving up the WWFE uh, more than anything in this world. Uh, and, I, and when you guys were talking about, you know, Triple H kind of comes with some of the create creativity, and then Vince just comes in and kind of overshadows everything. I mean, I, I know from what I've read, he did that with um, with Vince Russo, and uh, well, I forget the other guy's name there. Um, that was before those two guys left for WCW. Can you, I can just imagine how much stuff he went over and scrapped some well, at that time creative ideas that they had. I I think he's. I mean, I don't know what great idea uh, Vince has had that he could hang his hat on. I mean, for me, this whole. Uh, I mean, I know the beginnings of the the whole Sami Zayn thing probably started off under Vince, but the whole mm-hmm. like maturity of it was under Triple H. The 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 greatest story in wrestling in God knows how long, like fifteen years under 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 Triple H. In my opinion, it's interesting you say that because there was a story a couple weeks ago that did mention that apparently under Vince, Zayn was supposed to just get kicked out of the group within like two months. And they were just going to yeah. blow the lid off on that. But Triple H was the one that came in and said, no, I want to keep this going and let Sammy get deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's just, and, and what's funny is I was listening to Russell talk, you know, again, check them out. And there was a good point last night, and that was people just people were sometimes defending it, saying, "Oh, this was just a bad Triple H show." It's like no, there's no. a huge difference between a Vince show and a bad Triple H show. A bad Triple H show is still kind of okay. Yeah, it just does. It just leaves you wanting more. Um, but yeah, this this was just absolutely terrible. Oh, hey, Allison Wiener's joining us. Yeah, so I just saw Hello. this. Oh my gosh! So. Allison, thank you for joining us. Um, <laughs> I guess let's get your initial thoughts. Uh, Vince is back in creative control. Somehow, I think we said this when Triple H took over. It was too good to be true. We knew the weasel would weasel oh, his way yeah. back in to creative. And this could be evidential with night two of WrestleMania. Like with I- all of the results there. I just I just said this to the, to the other two, Allison. Night one was Triple H. Night two was Vince. And the Monday night after all was pure Vince. There, yeah. I was pissed off about it. No, oh. no debuts. No, except for the Matt Riddle return. No returns. Which, this bro, that's a fun. massive letdown, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he tells me, you know what? It's next. We're in the month of April, and you know what April is to WWE. Cuts. Yeah, and I I, I mentioned this uh, earlier to Jeff and Mike because I said, when's Gargano gone? When's Ciampa gone? When's Cross gone? When's LeRae gone? When's Mia Yim gone? 
own. I'm like, there's going to be a massive cut. Mm-hmm. WWE superstars. Yep. That'll protect their bottom line. Yep. I oh, oh no! Hey, we we sold twenty million. I, there was a thing that came out that they reportedly sold twenty million worth of sponsorships at WrestleMania with you know the cinnamon toast crunch thing and the Mike's harder lemonade. And you know, Mike, you and I talked about this on WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and I think I mentioned this. I said, you know what? The sponsorships do suck, but you know what? If Triple H takes that money and does good with it, I'm I'm willing to let that go. Well, I mean, now we know where that money's really going to Vince's pocket. Well, I, I was going to say going to one of two places. He's paying off the women who are suing him, oh. or he's going to make it rain in the strip club. <laughs> if there's if those sponsorships are paying his hush monies, oh, God damn it. I think I mean, it would again, be a bigger controversy it, on its own. Yeah, I, we'll see. And But that's the other thing that's going to get that's interesting now. Is that because WWE is still a publicly traded company, they'll be under Endeavor, but they're still going to be publicly traded. These lawsuits aren't going to go away. So what happens with those? You know, Mike, I'll let you go first. Well, I mean, they're suing him personally as well, aren't they? Yeah. So, I mean, they weren't going to go away regardless. So. I wonder how this looks when you're talking about board of directors because there were the people who signed off and were like, I'm gone if he's coming back. Yep. Guess what? He's the really devil's... back. Cue mm-hmm. up the Eric Bischoff theme because he's back. And he's not better than ever. He's not better than ever. I mean, and that... you know these lawsuits oh. take forever to kind of get to, you know, get to its end game. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, I mean, you know, under the, you know, we all know that innocent until proven guilty. So they're, pro- I mean, I'm assuming they always they know, of course, they know about the, the lawsuits, but they're probably just going with the innocent until proven guilty. But with, it's not like he was, you know, charged with, you know, embezzling money to buy a yacht for his brother or something, you know, something ridiculous. I mean, it's kind of a more of a serious charge that he's been well, uh, but one accused of, the, of. But one of the lawsuits, wasn't it, that they alleged that he used, he gave the woman that he was paying hush money to a massive raise in order to keep the hush yeah. money. And that's what, that's what Trump's under indictment for right now. Yeah. Right. So you, you could compare the two with, uh, you know. Well, I mean, they're so intricately linked. They're, they're two best friends. Um, but I think hmm. that's an interesting thing to remember is that if he inflated this woman's salary and used company money, if that comes back out, that's like you said, Jeff, that's a more serious charge. Yeah. So I, 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 I wish I could have been there for while they were discussing the sale. When I first heard that they sold it, I nearly jumped out of my chair. I was like, oh my God, they finally did it. And it wasn't to the to the group that I didn't want it to go to. Yeah, it wasn't Saudi. Uh, yeah. I was and, relieved with that too. I'm like, you know what? It's not this Saudi. Is- and then when I this saw, yeah, I'm gonna be. He's pretty much gonna be more or less involved on the day to days. Um, you know, it's, I would have been a little at ease if they said, yeah, Vince is gonna stay on, but he's gonna be more of the overhead of like. 
you know, making sure deals go through in Singapore and our stuff is still good in Saudi Arabia and we got our networks going in, you know, England and Germany and all that other stuff. Okay, I could I could have lived with that. It's just that the the Twitterverse as it is, the amount of hatred that got spewed out on WWE's Twitter pages um, was immense. I had some downtime at work today, and just <laughs> the the amount of just vitriol and hate. And I I mean I get it. I mean, some of the words that they said I wouldn't have used in, in, in Twitter, but that's just me. But I, I, I totally get it. I, I don't think they understand the amount of frustration that the diehard fans, because the diehard fans are us. They're also a little bit, old, you know, maybe my age, uh, taking their kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, why would I want to take my kids to a show that I don't like? Because... Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Like your kids are even not- with music, I know the music my oldest daughter listens to. There's no way in the world. Not that it's like offensive music. It's just like no, I'm not. I'm not yeah. sitting through this garbage. I think Jeff brings up a good point. And as someone who does have a lot of hate inside of them, no one knows this. <laughs> I think frustration gets boiled over. It's not when you just don't get what you want or what you expected it's okay when does the change come because remember and this is where i'm going to use cody Rhodes' own words against aew was always considered an alternative to the wwe and why was it considered an alternative because tony khan is not an old man who is set in his older ways. Mm. Now the WWE, I'm not saying they're going to regress because who knows what's coming over the next couple of months, but if Vince is to remain in control, one, he's going to have to shave the mustache because it is a terrible look. But but two, who knows what's going to happen on the following things. When are we going to see the world champ again? What is the case on some of the guys Noah you alluded to earlier? Are we going to ever see certain other guys maybe come up from NXT? You know, under Vince for a little bit, they were sending guys down to NXT. Dolph Ziggler went down to NXT and became the NXT champion. Gargano just wrestled on Dan Stan and Deliver. Right. So let's. I'm, I'm not saying I'm all in because I will not be all in under Vince McMahon. But I'm also saying is you have to be able to produce for the hardcore fans. It can't just be for you. Yeah. But that's At what this. Vince has always done, Mike. That's why I have no faith in this. I, I'm not saying I have faith. I have zero faith in Vince McMahon. Yeah. I'm, na- just... I'm not going to defend him. And, I just wanted to use Cody Rhodes' own words against them. Right. Mm-hmm. And I texted Mike, I texted you this in the group chat, and I never I never heard back from you or Adam on this, but because we got talking about anything, but I wanted to get Jeff and Allison's opinion on this. I have a gut feeling that uh two nights ago, Cody losing and Vince being back in control 
That's our version of the Austin heel turn. It's going to drive so many people away. All these fans who came back are just going to disappear again. It's going to drive a lot of hard, hardcore fans away. I think it's going to be a massive blow for WWE. I think we're going to look back on this as like, this was awful. Yeah. But then again, you have to think. When it came down to the main event between Cody and Roman, you had to think of two considerations. Do you allow Roman to go for that 1,000-day streak? Or do you put a new champion on? And now, with that sale, it feels like they did give us the heel turn because they want to put Roman mm-hmm. as this top god champ. And here's what I said, Allison. I said this to Mike when we did our night two reactions. A, if the show had been better up until that point, like let's say it was at the same quality of night one, and then say, say at the main event, there's no interference from Solo, there's no interference from Jimmy or Jay, and Roman just beats Cody because Cody wasn't ready. I think that would have gone down so much better. I totally agree on this. I mean, this feels like they should have just had Roman in the ring and that was it and just barred Paul Heyman barred solo from ringside I mean right. we're glad the Usos were not at ringside because I, I will admit there's one shot of WrestleMania 39 at the end that I love and it's that shot of Roman behind Cody on the apron and Cody just looks dejected and he like he looks like he's about ready to cry and I'm like if you had done that without any interference I think that would have gone so much better because then you could have told the story of Cody wasn't ready he thought he was we all thought he was but turns out no he wasn't ready and this story would have felt much more organic but because you did the same because vince went to go with the same copy and paste roman ending solo interferes jimmy and jay interfere it's like same freaking thing you could have done something different last night or two nights ago but and then comes down to the question how long are you going to keep that title on him for and when is he gonna wrestle again uh see you know jeff and you mentioned it like roman wants a break i bet you he's on his break yeah i mean he only has to wrestle sometimes he doesn't even wrestle once a week yeah i'm telling you right now we don't see roman reigns again until the lead up to SummerSlam. just gone he's just completely gone and he's the champion well i think i think we'll definitely see him because he's still gotta go through this whole storyline with his with the Usos and what they're going to do there. Oh yeah, then, now, whether he defends the championship. Yeah, he won't defend story. or wrestle again until SummerSlam. That wouldn't shock me. Now, I don't think they'll they'll. I, as far as him keeping the belt for the thousand days to have its first, um, its first wrestler with a thousand day title hold since what Hulk Hogan. I thought Sam Martin. Um, no, no Sam Martino. Well, Sam Martino holds the record, but the last I think wrestler to have it for over a thousand days was Hogan. It was Hogan uh, when yeah. he beat uh, when he beat the Sheik. And um, I, I I said this jokingly earlier in the show, but I, I think it's very true to happen. I think he's going to break Bruno. I would not be surprised Bruno's if Roman holds that title till twenty twenty nine. At this rate, twenty eight hundred days. Yeah, he breaks Bruno's. They go well, for Bruno held it from 63 to 71. So that would be an eight year title reign. So he won it in uh, 2020. So we'd have to hold it till 2028. I yeah, wouldn't, I it wouldn't shock me. Oh my God. No, well, yeah, I guess nothing would shock me. I find it very, uh, I don't, I, I, 
Yeah, I don't think that would happen. Just for the fact that in today's environment, um, the I, I I'd like to. I mean, I guess they could if that's where the money lies. But I, yeah, I just don't. I personally I mean, don't see it happening. Is it likely the money think, being on Roman for that long? Yeah, because they're they have all these new crop of guys that you know, right? May I mean, or may not come up. Um, is it? Do I think it's likely? No. Would it shock me if they said they were going to do it? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> and just oh, I, and just get rid of any any evidence of anything pre. Uh, like pandemic attitude era. Oh yeah, like and I, at times I think they back away from that unless you're talking about The Rock or Austin or yeah, maybe a few I, other guys. Yeah, and you know it. It's just indicative of what Vince is. You know, Vince wanted Roman to do this, and you know who knows. You know, would he have vented it now? I don't think so. I think Roman would have just kept going as he has, and. Now it's like, unless Cody does it at SummerSlam, I don't see the end of this. I don't feasibly see who's in the company right now that could end this. Because he's already beaten Seth. He's already beaten um, Drew. He's already beaten... Technical. Seth beat him by disqualification. Yeah, but Roman left his mark. He he beat the crap out of him and put him back down in in his place. Um... But okay, so Seth didn't beat, but he beat Drew. He beat Edge. He beat Brian. He beat Cesaro. He beat um, uh, Nakamura, Balor, Cena. Nakamura, Balor, Cena, Zayn, uh, Owens. Huh? Brock. Brock. He's beaten everybody. Like the only guy that you, I think you could feasibly do this with is probably The Rock, but I don't need to see it for the title. And I don't need to see The Rock. Even if it was with The Rock, Roman will still beat him. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's like, Rock, you know, uh, I just, now that we have Vince back in control, I just don't see where anything goes from here. I'm just so nervous. Because I don't I, know. I think, I think there are only two plausible destinations for the title when they eventually get it off him will be one, Rhodes, or two, will be... Um, I forget which one now is either Jay or Jimmy Uso Jay or the Uso. shorter hair. Yeah. I, those are the, the only two right now, logical destinations for that title. And it's, but the thing is, Jeff is that Jay should be the feud after he loses the title. Oh yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give him, you know, give him, make him the reason why he loses the title. Mm-hmm. He can feud from there. Roman uh, snaps on him. And then Jay's like, no, I never, I never wanted to be in this bloodline. Like, it, basically, have it where if Roman beats Jay, Jay is his servant forever, or has to take in line forever. Or, if, but if Jay wins, the bloodline's over. They don't have to listen to Roman anymore. And then that's when you have finally have Jay get his win back. But, I, but I think what the bigger point I was making is everything right now. I don't know where anything goes from here. Like we talked about, what happens to all these new superstars that Triple H brought in? What happened to all these storylines he created? Vince took Bailey off the show last night. Is Bailey gone? Is Bailey with Monet in New Japan in a couple months? I, did you see their um, e, or not Eoskai, uh, Dakota Kai wrote to uh, 
Bailey on uh, on Twitter today. Say I love you. The fact that I love yours. So I mean, Bailey is. You figure if Charlotte Flair is the Ric Flair of now, I would put Bailey at. You know, she is. I love Bailey. She's so, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like the. Uh, she's like the. You know, like a Tully Blanchard. Yeah. She's well, like the Tully Blanchard, the 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 underrated workhorse. Did Did you see the tweet that that Bailey put out on I WrestleMania might, Sunday? No, I might have, but I, it, I don't. Remember. It basically said like, not every not every story is a true love story. By oh yes, I did see that, and it's like, great. Did we just lose Bailey? Like, come on. The the only type of hope that I have, uh, I shouldn't say the only type, one part of my hope for all this, no matter how bad it gets, because no matter what, Vince and the WWE and Endeavor, they're going to make money hand over fist. The oh, yeah. only one of the bright spots I have a hope for is it's not for Tony Khan and AEW because they're going to have money to spend, but I think they're oversaturating their their um, their company in it right now with so many wrestlers. If somebody could just smack the crap out of Impact Wrestling right in the face, take those owners and just pimp slap them, and just say, "Wake up! You have some great talent." I mean, when Josh Alexander comes back, you have one of the greatest technical wrestlers in the world. You have Jonathan Gresham, another one of the greatest. If somehow that's where uh, Switchblade uh, Jay White goes, maybe um, one or two of the other people from the WWE, if they decide to leave when their contract is up or are are let go, make that their destination. They have they have that mold. They I I I think they have a good blend of some of the great in-ring action that you get to see in AEW and some of the, some of the more storyline orientated entertainment you get from the WWE Mm -hmm. that you don't get in AEW. I mean, of course they got a lot, you know, they got to build up that audience to like to the days, like when uh, Nash and Hall and Hogan and Angle and, um, and Steiner and all those guys were there. If they can build that back up, I think, Unfortunately, COVID really killed them. They never really got that audience back. I mean, I don't want to watch their show and hear Joe Schmo in the fifth row as clear as day as a wrestler, Mm -hmm. as the wrestlers in the ring. So that's my hope is that maybe some good for another company can come from this. But as a a WWE fan, since the first time I saw it in 1983, it's like, and maybe we're overthinking it, we're overdoing it, and maybe, maybe not. I'm hoping I don't. I'm hoping I'm not. It's like I feel, I don't want to say depressed, I feel let down. I feel maybe a little depressed when it comes to to how they're, how everything is coming out and if everything is true. You, you know there, what? You know how uh, I feel like is what Vince always said to wrestlers grab the brass ring i felt like we were so close to that uh, and then it just got yanked away and it's like that that dang it. facebook meme with the guy with the fishing pole He's yeah like, like oh, you, you almost, almost had it, it. you were oh, almost yes, free of vids yes. and it's just like nope and it's like god damn it 
Um, you were almost tapped. Oh, gotcha. Yep, that's gotcha. Okay. And it's just, yeah, I just, and that's the thing. After WrestleMania Night 2 and after this show, we're all last night, I just feel deflated. I just feel like, great, now we're going back into Vince where we'll have the occasional, like, diamond in the rough, but it's few and far between. And, you know, and I, and what, what makes me even more mad is that you have Triple H is still the chief content officer. That title doesn't mean anything right now. Yeah. That title means absolutely F all. Yeah, he's as nothing. much of, he's as much of an officer right now as Captain Obvious is an actual captain. Yeah. It's just it's <laughs> such a, a paper type a paper job title. And yeah, that's that's just my feeling coming off of last night. Is just I feel just so deflated of like, oh, we were we 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 were in such a good and 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 am I saying that Triple H was perfect? No, his booking yeah. of the women's division was not the best. But there, but again, like we like I said earlier, Jeff, a bad Triple H show was still better than a Vince show. Like at least oh, there yeah. was some wrestling on a Triple H show, and at least there were some matches that went a little bit. But now we're just gonna go back probably to the old Vince ways and and I wrote I wrote this on 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 Twitter earlier and I said you have a three hour show now that three hours you probably have twenty something minutes of commercials I want and and they do have wrestling during the commercials now which I'm still kind of iffy about but at, at out of three hours, give me at least give me 90 minutes of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm. Heaven forbid I say the word in front of uh, Mr. Mr. Mustache himself, McMahon, but give me at least 90 minutes to an hour uh, of professional wrestling. That gives you plenty of time. And okay, including during the commercial breaks. That's why sometimes I don't even like to watch some of the wrestling until after the commercial breaks, because you know mm-hmm. every match is going to have a commercial well, break. See, I'm, I'm you always know a, nobody's going to get pinned. Right. I always am okay with that, Jeff, only because that gives the live crowd something to see that we don't get to see, so it incentivizes them to go buy the tickets. Yeah. It's like, oh, you'll see more but, of the match than than mm-hmm. than than the. But, you know, give know. give me like ninety. Like last night was a typical Vince McMahon, a three-hour show. And two hours and twenty something minutes of talking, yeah, and just like, like nonsense. It was like, here's a promo, here's and, another promo. Know, oh, here's a, 10, here's a make... five, here's a five minute match. Oh, here's another promo and another yeah. promo, and you'll never guess what I have next. Oh, another promo. It's like, oh my uh, god. And our promos are going to make zero sense. We have Mustafa Ali, who's going to, for some do not reason, going to instigate Bobby Lashley. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have Bronson Reed act. I, I what, what, what was that? I, I have no Bronson idea. Bronson Reed should want good the fight. Talker. That's what they forget. He's a, like I saw him cut a, a an amazing promo in New Japan uh, yeah. when he was still with the Mighty Don't Kneel. And and, and uh, what 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 I got pissed at, Jeff was, you know. Bronson Reed, Bobby Lashley challenged him to a fight, and Bronson Reed's like, eh, not now. It's like, Reed should want a fight. <laughs> like, why doesn't Reed want a fight? I don't get it. So, 
All right, so that really kind of concludes our rant on Vince McMahon uh, back in creative control. Any of you guys have anything else to add before we get off? I'm scared about what's going to happen to NXT. It's going to be yeah. back to NXT. We're going to get the major push of Von Wagner and his zero charisma. Thank I, the the best thing they did with Von is that they put him with Robert Stone. Yeah, who at least is entertaining. He can talk, and if he had to, surprisingly, he can. You know, he can wrestle if if he still does that. But are we going to get? That, that's just the next ball that'll drop. Is Carmelo Hayes will lose the title to Von Wagner straight up? Oh. I mean, the most ridiculous things that you could think of are now plausible. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's uh, deflating, deflating, deflating times. Uh, Allison, Mike, anything else to add? Something tells me that WWE will end up going downhill again. I mean, I want to also be shopping because I'm looking at Indy Hartwell, who's the NXT Women's Champion. I wouldn't be shocked if Vince decides to put the NXT Women's title on Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. Because there's no Lindsay Rose anymore. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, it feels like dark times ahead. I hope we're wrong, but I just don't have any faith right now. Mike, anything else to add before we go? I'm scared, man. Yeah, I think that's the feeling right now is all deflation and scared for the future of WWE. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Face Turn podcast. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. And for Allison Wiener, Jeff Knapp, and Pun Master Mike Rifkin, I'm Noah Trombley. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time.